I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by none other than the adorable Oreo Duva. Hello, hon. Oh, I still love you. Oh, Vic, oh. and we got a couple of weeks. We're hitting the tiles, aren't we? I fucking can't wait ah. to show you the ropes in Newcastle. So are you up think, for the challenge? I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. Genuinely. You say, that is not a sentence I am used to or, like hearing you say because you are a man who loves a challenge, aren't you? I know, but everything I've done in the past has probably been building up to you and me <laughs> on a night out in Newcastle. Just working up to it. Yeah. Right. Let, I have to ask, first of all, though, because I didn't even realise that you did this until I got all my lovely research this morning. Mm. So you did Hell on a High Season 2016 for Comic Relief. Yeah, that was... Uh, that, Talk us through it. That was terrible. Was it, it the worst it, moment of your life? It it was and it wasn't. Um, it was it was an amazing thing to do. It was a comic relief, sport relief. We were you know raising money for uh, an amazing cause, life changing cause. So feel uh, good factor. Feel right good factor was right up there, and amazing to be asked. You know to get to do some of these amazing challenges. You know we're, we were essentially, I think there were five of us, five or six of us on one of the round the world yachts that they that they take. Um, and we were doing, we were circumnavigating the UK. That was the idea. And these things go at a thousand knots or whatever, some crazy number. Um, but also you have to put all of those, it's five or six of us plus the crew, the actual professionals, yeah. you know what they're doing. Yeah. And we're all and staying. And then the film this, crew as well. And then the guys that were filming, we all got to stay on this one boat and we're sailing all day. And essentially, um, if anyone is really bad at seasickness or claustrophobia, or mm. uh, fear of open water, um, and I have all of those. Uh, no. Going on a boat that sails basically about 50 miles an hour, I think is its sort of top speed, on like really ropey waves is a recipe for disaster. Is it like proper choppy, choppy waters in that as well? Oh, so, you know, there, were, there was actually, we had, to, we had to stop the sail at one point because there was a storm coming through somewhere between uh, Ireland, maybe we were around the Isle of Man or something like that. Yeah. And we had to stop, we had to stop because it was that dangerous. But we, were, we, were, we got there at the beginning of it and you could see the waves were getting so high. This oh, yacht goes at like 45 degree angle. So you are, you're literally holding on for dear life, let alone if it's at two o'clock in the morning and you're trying to have a sleep downstairs. Oh, oh my God, God Vic, it, it was, 
It was dreadful. And then, after all of that, you get sunrises and you're there on the sea and you get to see it like in the most like life in its purest form. And then you're there like, <laughs> like hanging out with Nature. these guys. Nature looking, I mean, it looked amazing. Dolphins. Um, it, was, it, was, it was stunning. Uh, but I remember getting off the boat after that week and, oh my God, like body went into shut down. Uh, I had a friend of mine's 30th birthday (laughs) that I had promised, one of my best friends, uh, one of my best men at my wedding. And I was like, I'm coming to your birthday. And Portia was like, are you sure? Because you you don't look right at all. Were you you green? I was basically green. It was coming out of all ends, mate. And I I contributed nothing to the weekend. I I was just basically in bed. Everyone was going for walks and having drinks and, you know, eating what... I was just... I was like... I'm sorry, I can't come out. I went, but I was just yeah. in bed. So, um, yeah, that was that was pretty hellish, as the title of the show suggested. But um, an amazing thing to got to do. Who did you do it with? Because I always think that kind of makes it. Yeah, so Alex Jones is there, Angelica Bell, um, Hal Cruttenden. Who else did we have on there? Like uh, we, had a, we had an amazing bunch. Actually, Hal, Hal and I, we were bunk buddies. So when you're on, when you're on a boat like that, um, yeah. I'm not sure if this has worked exactly like this. If you're doing around the world yacht race, we weren't quite yeah. doing that. Um, in fact, had we done, we would have only let everybody down. Um, <laughs> but um, Hal and I bunk buddies, so it meant that if you, there's only one bunk between the two of you, so if one's sleeping, the other one's up on deck and sort oh, of okay. helping. And, you know, so you both share a bed, basically. So we're sharing the bed. And what it also means is that uh, when it's your time to do the swap, the person who's been out on the deck has to come down and wake that person up after like two hours sleep at three o'clock in the morning go oh um it's your turn to go back up stairs um which at the best of times anyone coming to wake up <sighs> at half three o'clock in the morning is you're literally asking for a punch you're yeah. asking for a blow to the face yeah uh, and i think occasionally i like didn't wake up um so how like, <laughs> sort of, like just keep tapping me on the shoulder he should have punched me to be completely honest <laughs> Um, so no, we, we, we bonded a lot over that, that few days. Oh, I'm not surprised. Like, I think those experiences that are like truly hellish or where you're particularly out of your comfort zone, you know, things like the jungle, things like SES, things like, oh my God, there's so many, The Hunted, for example, mm. all these shows, like you can't help but be, and experiences, bonded with the people you do them with because you feel like you go through something that nobody else can understand. Yeah, that is exactly it. It's like, it's like, it's, I was described strictly as an anti-trauma because you're all going through this crazy thing, but actually at the end of the day, it was so much fun and it was such an amazing thing to go through and to be part of this amazing, glitzy, shiny show that everybody loved and watched live on a Saturday night. So you bonded like that. But a real trauma just has all of that, but without the fun. It yeah. has all of that, but without the glitz and the outfits and the, the glamour of it. it. It was it's just awful. So naturally, when you do those, you, you, yeah, you, you do come together. So Hell on High Seas um, really brought us together, like you know, like SAS did, girl. That was yeah. um, That was that was something. That was something else. Oh, honestly. So I had Ulrika on last week and I had all the best intentions of like asking her about it. I wanted to do a snug marry a void with like fo- about Foxy and Milton and like, you know, and I was, it was going to be so much fun. And I got her on and I just, yes, I fangirled her too hard about gladiators, et cetera, which took up far too much time. But also like Ulrika just completely clammed up. Like I haven't spoken about it loads and I'm sure everybody's wondering why because I'm normally so vocal. Mm. But I, like, as I mentioned to you at the start of this, I've had to compartmentalize that experience. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I messaged you because I noticed that, um, you know, some of us had put up pictures on Instagram about it. And I, and I just, and I knew you actually, you hadn't put it up because of your own reasons. But I was just, I was naturally, because we were a tight group and we did go through this crazy thing together, you know, we do have those concerns for each other. No one else gets it. Nobody knows what we went through. Nobody knows kind of how we have felt for the 11 months that, that people don't know that the show was on yeah. since, you know. We've had to kind of, every day there's something that brings it back. Sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a, oh, that reminds me of. But at the same time, you're like, I cannot have this chat with anybody because no. nobody gets it. So, you know, when I knew that the show was 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 um, coming, finally coming on air, naturally it's like, Vic, how you, how you doing? Ulrika, yeah. how you doing? Alexandra, like, just checking in. Is everybody okay? Because... <laughs> It was such a life-changing experience. And from a lot of us, and positive, not for everybody, um, mm. but naturally we went to a place that was yeah. dark. dark. You don't want to have to go back there. No. Um, and uh, we are living through it, you know. You know, it can seem quite trivial, but we are literally, we're living through that, 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 um, that week or so. Um, so, yeah. We felt it, mate. We felt it. Honestly, mate. And I don't want to talk about it too much because obviously it's on. Everyone's watching it. Um, I I read that you you openly that you said it, almost talking about it. You felt like you had a little bit of PTSD over it. And honestly, I can identify with yeah. that. Like, I feel like everybody like who wants to chat to me like went to the NTAs last night. Everyone was like, "Vic, I saw you falling out buckles from that helicopter." And I was like, "Oh my god, I love your suit." <laughs> <laughs> like I just thought redirect. I just wanted to segue instantly to something else because without being dramatic and you know I wear my heart on my sleeve I'm so honest I just found it really harrowing and like being someone who's like MasterChef finalist like number one selling fitness DVD wins the jungle I kind of like to do things and be really good and do things really well yeah. and you know in that ex- in that in that space Ori there are just no winners like you we're all just broken and it's, it was so hard for me to get my head around that. Did you feel an element of that too? Oh gosh, big time. Because you're, you're a real, a kind of, almost, I don't want to say competitive, I want to say overachiever. That's what I think you are. Um, I've been really lucky with a lot of things in my life, but I don't think anything prepares so me modest. For, for that. So and, attractive. And, and, and <laughs> so modest and attractive. Fucking honestly, mate, yes. just keep this coming. Smooth as fuck. You're killing me. <laughs> I, I actually had spoke to her. I called Arika this week, and we had a lovely little chat. And we were talking about it, and and I don't know about you, but I felt I felt during during the show because. I'm not competitive, actually. And I think the show was all about what you were going to get out of it from yourself. But I remember, you know, Ulrika and I, the first couple of days, we basically couldn't speak. And we were talking about it, talking about it to each other, going, it was just in shock. Just yeah. an absolute shock. Yeah. What is going Fair. on? And there are some guys in our group who were naturally, you know, Jake is a man who does, who, it, whether he's happy or sad, he's still going to. I knew gonna, he was he's still, about Jake. He's still going to yabber. He's still going to chat. And that's why <laughs> we love him. Just stop. And had Disney, we not I had him, love it would have been a very different, the experience wouldn't have been the same had he not, because actually in many ways yeah. he was able to do the talking for a lot of us. But no, mm. shock, absolute shock from the off. And, um, and following the experience, you know, getting back home, you know, everything that we've done had been through the mill. 
body and mind had been absolutely battered. And I remember getting back myself and, um, you know, the house was getting renovated. Everything was a bit weird. I remember Portion Row were out during the day and I was doing a workout. I'd had to give myself some time off from being active and then I was doing a workout for the first time. And I remember just being being at home alone and the, 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 the whole house felt heavy with like a yeah. presence. I then started yeah. doing the workout and I felt like that somebody was there, like, oh, like really like, beasting me. Nobody was there, it was just me. Yeah, but it felt, it. it felt like there was a presence, I felt heavy and it was awful. It was really awful. I was like, what is going on? But I was at least able to sort of, again, compartmentalise it and go, okay, I know having talked with a psychotherapist that some, you, you know, you're, you're going to react in various ways. Yeah. And so I was able to identify, I talked with them, I talked with my wife. And um, and it was fine, you know. You, I managed it, and I, you know, worked through it. Um, bloody hell! Think if you were an actual military uh, personnel, no. and you're going through some of that stuff, and you're trying to integrate yourself back into a normal life. That ain't going to happen in a day, no. let alone a lifetime. Not. So um, naturally, we, none of us are going in, going, oh, you know. Actually, having said that, I always go when I was in the SAS. I can't. <laughs> I find it really hard not to go. Sorry, Portia. Listen, when I was in the SDS, I learned I learned a lot. Actually, um, uh, it's really hard. I said this to someone when we did the interview. I said, um, "You remember Gareth Keenan from The Office? Yeah. Whenever he whenever he went, ah, oh, say when I was in the TA, when I was in the Territorial Army, people were like Gareth, you were just you were just training for the TA. You actually never passed it. I'm like, when I was in the SAS, I'm literally Gareth Keenan. Um, but none of us were ever going to be in the SAS. However, <laughs> just the appreciation of anyone who goes through that process. Oh, my God. I know. Through the roof. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, so, honestly, like, I completely concur with everything you've said. And even, like, with regards to the training, right, I've had to totally change the way I exercise. Like, I used to actually love so many, like, military principles, mm. like, very boot camp feels, throwing things around, like, hard, intensive, really functional stuff. I do, zero gravity Pilates now. Everything else, and I know it's probably telling me I need to deal with this in a more healthy way, but everything else just makes me feel a little bit like I'm back there and I yeah. do, I get a bit, I still feel a bit like, ick. But I think it's going to take time. It, it, yeah. it will just take time. I mean, naturally, we're only watching the show back now and the show's on and people are going to talk to you about it. It's going, it's going to take time. And I think what, they, what was great about the show, and people will ask, you know, you know, what was the aftercare like? 
And we could call them up right now if we needed to. Oh, we I want know. to speak to anybody. Um, but that's why we've got each other as well, because we 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 have gone through it. And, and, and I think I'd love to get to a place where we can all speak about it in a healthy way and not feel like it's going to... And I know this is Ulrika's not her favourite word, but trigger some of the stuff that happens. Um, you know, I look at it back as a compl- as a life changing experience in a positive way because it kind of reaffirmed a lot of the stuff that I do on a day to day basis, and then kind of re- made me realise a lot of the potential that I can get out of myself and out of my family mm-hmm. that I maybe I kind of thought wasn't there. I wanted to go and do that show to try and think, you know, do I have the metal to get through anything? And um, and they've given me that, you know. They, those guys are those DS are so phenomenal, and uh, and I'm looking at it on that positive, positive way. Um, but that's not to say that it wasn't, you know, really, really difficult. But it's good though. I think that's your that that's how you that's how you get through life, isn't it, babe? You always kind of look on the positive side. You try to see what you can take from something. And I think if you don't do that, the other side is you just end up a bit bitter and miserable and angry about stuff so no i think mm-hmm. the Aura way is the best way oh hey right right that on the back of your petrol station toilet door that, that ain't tosh <laughs> fucking tosh so, because i never didn't get to play this game with Ulrika, i'm playing it with you right oh, snog marry avoid ant middleton foxy billy go oh because uh, <laughs> you didn't get to play with Orika, I get to play it. Brilliant. Okay. All right. I think. I think. I would. Um. I think I would snog and for you. For fall on the half. Fall on of me. the half of you. So that we, I can always tell you what it was like. Because yeah, I, I'd I, want the secret. I know you're dead, dead keen for that. I bet he's filthy. <laughs> just saying. Is it a bet filthy he's... snogger? Do you think he's yeah. all tongue? Oh, God, right. Yeah, okay. I just reckon the spit everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And on next week's show, Aunt Middleton. <laughs> First question. Hey, I'd be fucking terrified. <laughs> I'm going to say I'd, I'd, I'd marry Foxy and 100%. I would avoid Billy only because so Billy and Mel were in my interview with the, the two of them oh, so you feel like he's seen too much he, in your soul he he definitely knows what I'm really like and actually initially it disappointed him he disappointed him because he knew that I, that I had more in him so he's he actually is the person that got angry to my core the most you know mm. and you know he's like he's just like a barking dog uh Foxy is lovely but Billy actually I was like okay I feel like I really disappointed him so um that's that, that's what that's my three do you know what it's so weird right but mine are exactly the same I, the same. I feel like um, I disappointed Billy by just existing <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> fucking hated me I was like so sorry I'm here that was just my ah. Foxy like I've actually kept in touch with and I love him he's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks Brilliant. I'll do a snog marry avoid for like the contestants for him yes. for the recruits do. I'll put you in and if I ain't in that three oh. if it if he's not marrying you, there's going to be fucking hell on, babe. That's okay. all I'm saying. I'm glad you got my back, babe. Don't worry, babe. I've got you, boo. Right. Okay. You are full of busy at the moment, as always. But tell me about your show. Oh, I'm doing the Rocky Horror Show, Vic. Yes, you are, I'm babe. Just, and I'm coming to see it. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to come and see it. It's so mental in the best possible way. I'm talking to you in Plymouth. We've had the most amazing week in Plymouth. These guys love the show. And actually, I was like, 
I was asking one of the stage handlers. I was like, oh my God, mate. Like, Plymouth are amazing. You guys have been fantastic. Why? Why do you think they love the show so much? He was like, because they're all mental. <laughs> it's like, yes. That's why. And, oh my God, we're so in tune with each other. Um, and I think... The, you know, this show has been going, talk about like 50 year it's anniversaries. A long, long runner. You know, Rocky Horror's 50 years um, birthday, I think, in a couple of years' time. So it was, okay. I think 1973 was when it was first out there. Yeah. But it's, it's never been more relevant than right now. You know, the no. show is about kind of uh, being free to be who you are, identity, yeah. sexual liberation, and, and, and just um, not being confined to how people think you should be. Like, normatives, heteronormatives and stuff. All of that stuff. Yeah. But it's 2021. This, this show was made in the 70s, but so of much time. of that is like... So progressive. We're talking about that right now. Yeah. And I remember when I was asked about doing the show, I was like, um, okay, I might need to ask my uh, uh, other manager, Portia, um, yeah. and see what her vibe is. Immediately, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, you have to do that show. My family are obsessed with it. Like the idea you. of you coming out in your pants every night makes me howl. And <laughs> I took it in a heartbeat. But but I've got to say, Vic, because I was a little anxious about, you know, stepping out in a corset and heels. Because you're like, of course. You, know, you know, I've you know, done the news reading thing. I worked for the BBC. And actually, had it not been for lockdown, I think part of me would have gone, oh, do you know, I think it's a little bit too left field. A bit too risky for me. I'm not sure. Thanks to lockdown and the change of perspective that it gave me, I was like, this is exactly how I'm coming out of lockdown. I am I'm coming, coming out of lockdown in a in my corset, knickers, in a stocking and a three-inch heel. Somebody stop me. Ah! This is every... so fucking empowering. Oh, my God. It, genuinely, I feel so good every night. The audiences love it. We have an amazing cast and company. And um, I get to wear my heels. You know, it's awesome. it's... It's it's a perfect combo. Oh. So no, if everybody anybody has not seen the show or they have seen the show and they want to see it again, you gotta come. Love that. Right. Last question before I get your secret. Yeah. Every time I'm on a red carpet, every time I'm being particularly risky with an outfit, I always just have this like a really like it's not really irrational actually, it's perfectly rational. Fiat that I'm gonna have a nip slip. Are you worried <laughs> about any of your bits coming out of your nicks? Because it's, I know it's a sexy, sexy show, Ori, but like still, nobody's paid to see, nobody's paid to see your, your, your tinkler. You don't have to be on the red carpet for you to be worried about your nip slip. Five I, minutes ago. I just nearly had Five one. minutes ago. Oh, podcast nip slips are fine. That's, it's absolutely, it's great. I, um, so I wear a G-string. That's the other, that's the other new thing. I was like, I remember when Everyone's I first went down. Everyone's seen your bubble. Oh my god! When I first went down to wardrobe, and I thought that you know the guy Chris, who's been doing it for forever, and I was like, okay, well, what am I going to wear? I knew, I know, I know the things outside the exterior stuff I'm going to have to wear. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll take your stuff off, um, and he just threw that. Like, basically, gave me this piece of black dental floss. I was like, what am I going to do with that? Baptism well, you have to fire. put that on under your pants. I was like, okay, we're in, we're in now. And Could um, you literally just every- like taste it? <laughs> it's just so high up. <laughs> You're getting such a glimpse into what it's like oh to be a woman. Oh my God, so I know, and I know. I don't know if I'm going to come back from this. I, uh, so, I, every, so again, I call in the morning and then before a show at bedtime, I call at home. So sometimes Portia gets the glimpse of me. Ah! 
putting my G-string on. Oh, okay. Like, babe, it's not the back you're worried about. Like, just just think Borat in his mankini oh. and and anything that's coming out of the size of that. It is a sight. Every time she's like, please don't show me that again. Um, it is. I'm coming crazy. to see this fucking show. I am so excited. <laughs> Already my full frontal. I'm in. <laughs> We're going to retitle it. 50 years. It's about time for a rebrand. <laughs> All right. Full frontal. Balls out. Oh, live balls on the West to the End. wall. Plymouth this week. <laughs> Being out base square. <laughs> I'm coming. I can't wait. Um, right. You've been a delight, which I knew you would be. And I know you're so busy between Soccer Aid and Bloody SES and your show and everything. You've made time for me. So thank you so much, oh, firstly. Oh, anytime, anytime. <laughs> um, but lastly, before I let you go, here at Vicky in the Secret too, we like to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom from our gorgeous guests. And hearing to you talk, it's quite clear you're so evolved you are so progressive you are juggling this world of like fast-paced like celebrity life but also with like being a daddy and I kind of feel like you're doing it your own way too which is just really inspirational can I just tell mm-hmm. you oh thank you mate you're welcome so I want to know and I'm sure loads of people listening will want to know what your secret is to being a modern day daddy I mean I genuinely I'm still figuring it out myself because like you say it's 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 about evolving and just you know every day is different and I'll tell you this much kids they let you write a rule book eventually you think you've got the measure of it and then they go oh I'll have that and I'm gonna rip it up (laughs) and start again uh so it is it is every day is is a new day of of learning I think for, for me and it is tough you know just for all of us, the, the, how we're having to manage it, you know, me being away and Porsche having to do a lot of the hands-on parenting uh, by herself. But, you know, we have an amazing support group of, of family and, and friends who, who are there for us when we need them. Um, but the only thing that I can do is basically just try to be as considerate as I can. And just, I, I, I my dad was away a lot um, when I was growing up. Uh, and in many ways, we didn't have as close a relationship as, um, you know, might have had on, on paper. Um, my respect for him is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And the mad thing, Vic, is <laughs> how much I am like him as a father. Oh, 110%. We always turn into them, no matter what we want, no matter what we say. It we'll was always going to happen. Yeah. I went, oh, no, no, I'm going to do things differently. Never going nah. to happen. He, he's <laughs> such a big influence on me just and I think in a, in a really good way yeah um but I think it's just trying to be in tune you know as a team you know my Porsche and I were a team even before kids it was always like just you know what that's can we do the for important each other? bit isn't it and being on the same so, page it's so important being on the same page even when you're away you know Jason Manford one of the best things he ever told me is that you are a parent even when you are away it doesn't you know, stop uh, yeah. and and I think my responsibility is doing whatever I can above and beyond whether I'm with them or without them and if I'm there, I am there, yeah. you know. 110%. Phone, phones away, whatever I can do Present, for my son and for my wife. I, I want to be there. I want to be, be do my job yeah. as best as I possibly can. So, um, you know, is, is there a secret? I'm not sure because everybody's going to be different. But for me, it's just about being as present and as considerate and cooperative as as possible and I'll try not to have too many 3am kebabs while I'm on tour because you know Porsche can't she she would love to but she can't you know what though like those 3am kebabs they fucking hit different bro oh my god they hit it different. off the chain good <laughs> oh I won't even say anymore it was 
No, because Porsche will kill with both. So on that note, I'm going <laughs> to let you go. I can't wait to see you in, in the Rocky Horror Show. Oh, thanks, Bert. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for being amazing. It's lovely, like, just having a chinwag with you. It's been a while, so... I know. I love that. It didn't feel like work at all, did it? Work, schmuck. Come on. <laughs> Oh, guys, Aurea Duba. Don't you just love him? I love him so much. But I will not stop me annihilating him on our up-and-coming night out. I'm going to crush you into dust, Ori! Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on. <laughs> if you love Ori, he is, of course, in this year's celebrity series of SES Who Dares Wins, alongside myself. And if you're loving the podcast, guys, there is such a huge big back catalogue with so many of your favourite famous faces to listen to. So if you think you might have missed any, please go and check them out wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends, leave reviews, do all the lovely podcasty things, and most importantly, have a brilliant week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.